With the final score at Cardiff City 3, Wrexham Nil. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. Frustrating, but a step forwards, I still think. Um, I think we were able to sustain ourselves much better than we did at the start of the season against Cardiff City in the league. And we had a heck of a lot of players and important players either out injured or unable to complete the 90. So we should leave with our heads held high. I see nothing to make me concerned that we're not going to kick on further and be challenging them in a more meaningful way in the medium term. But on this occasion, well, it was a sort of a strange one. I mean, did Cardiff deserve to win? 100%. Did deserve to win by three key goals? Yeah, absolutely. Did they make a lot of chances in the box? No, I would say not. We gave them some chances with mistakes. And in fact, all three of the goals you've got to have a look at and, and, and admit that we gave them a helping hand one way or the other. Um, so it was a strange one where you could... <laughs> I want to say the most stupid sentence of all time. We defended really well, except for when we didn't. Um, Cardiff also were culpable in that they got into some good situations and then didn't take advantage and didn't turn them into a goal-scoring position. But apart, you know, individual errors cost goals, and apart from that, we defended the box quite well. It's a shame, especially conceding in the seventh minute made things a bit tougher, and it was avoidable. We'd actually conceded a chance in the third minute, and maybe this illustrates what I mean. It's a chance created by us not being careful enough at the back. A free kick given to us on the edge of our area. Alan played a short free kick, got it back, then ran into trouble and was tackled. Collie was in on goal, drove in the shot, but it was deflected wide for a corner. Not so lucky in the seventh minute. A nasty ball over the top, and Collie this time chasing after it, shoulder to shoulder with Sharp. And the ball bounces behind the defender, which makes life trickier, of course. Bolland, I think, overcommits on this occasion. She's in goal for Del Morgan. And because of that, she cuts out the easiest option for Sharp, which is the header straight back to her. And because of that, and because the ball drops kindly across Sharp and falls in Collie's area of influence, if you will, she is able to try a opportunistic shot she sees Bolland so close the only thing she can do is try and put it over her she does an element of looking whether it'll go on target or not well it lands right inside the right hand post and Cardiff have the lead a frustrating way to concede when we were looking okay there were more chances for Cardiff but not clear-cut ones Kehoe had an opportunity from a tight angle after a poor clearance by Allen and drove the ball in good tip over by Bolland as she got up to stretch and get her hands to it and in the 20th minute, Wrexham spurned an opportunity. Poor pass out by Power. Fed Suckley. It was a three-on-three -three break. She drove down the left, but then tried a shot from 20 yards, which was easily saved. Probably would have been better off to try and find a teammate and work the situation. <clears throat> Lily Jones and TJ Dickens were finding it hard to really have their usual influence in midfield. Dickens certainly was sitting in front of the back three for a lot of... <coughs> Sorry, the time trying to protect them. Jones was loosing off shots, and I, I was really admired that. I liked the way she, when we got within range, she was having a go. Um, she wasn't getting the accuracy quite right, though, and as a result, the keeper was able to save comfortably. Watkins then, 
from 25 yards out, drilled in a shot, ball and got her hands up and managed to push it up in the air. Thankfully, it dropped down onto the post, not into the net for the corner. But in the 34th minute, Kane the second goal, and it was another avoidable one. Ball down the right to Bowen. Sharp attacks it, overcommits, doesn't make it, and Bowen is away. Bowen whips a great cross in, and Keogh, 15 yards out, has a really good chance. She totally mishits it, and it spins awkwardly and horribly towards the far post. <clears throat> Bolland is wrong-footed, naturally, by the mishit, and has, I think, to commit to it. As it turns out, the mishit was going wide, although heaven knows if it might have, with all the spin on it, hit the turf and stayed in. But she has to commit to it, and so although it's going wide, she makes what I would say is a good save to try and push it away, but she pushes it straight to Collie, who taps it into an empty net. Again, a, a galling goal to concede. Uh, a lot of sympathy for Bolland there, though, especially when both Keo and Collie are able to drive into the channels unmarked into the box. But that was it till half-time. You know, Wrexham weren't getting that much out of Cardiff when we went forwards, but... We weren't looking hugely, hugely troubled by them, considering the pressure that they had. And the second half, you wondered whether, well, if we can just keep it tight, might we be able to spring something when Rosie Hughes comes on? We had an, a dangerous moment three minutes into the second half. Keogh beating Sharp through the middle one-on-one. -on -one. Bolland did very well, I thought, this time to commit early and really force Keogh into making a quick decision and trying to shoot from outside the area, and she put it wide at the left post, and credit to Bolland for doing that, I think she forced her into the error. And then after the hour, the change came, Rosie Hughes came on for Rebecca Pritchard, who'd been booked, and then <laughs> for the second of two crunching tackles, and immediately Hughes has an impact, good ball forwards to her, nice sharp passing for the first time really by Wrexham, a lovely touch by Hughes around the corner to beat a player was part of it, and then, in the end, Lily Jones hit a 25-yarder, which, again, was just too straight, unfortunately. At the other end, Banyan tried a really nice volley from 25 yards, which dipped but didn't dip enough. Before, with 20 minutes left, Wrexham had another chance. Lily Jones with a lovely corner into the goal mouth. Karen Allen lost her marker, leapt at it, and just couldn't quite reach it. I'm not sure whether Suckley might have got a tiny touch on it, just in front of her, but she was three yards out. If she got there, may well have been a goal. You know, that's the 69th minute. It's still 2-0. Cardiff aren't opening us up in the second half, and, and we're in the game. Keogh had a nice 25-yard turn and shot, and good hands by Bolland low down to her right, but, you know, again, shots from outside the box. Mackenzie came on for Lily Jones, who clearly... I think A, probably hasn't got 90 minutes in her legs just yet, and B, needs to be ready for TNS on Wednesday. And at the same time as well, we brought off uh, Ava Suckley and brought on Lily Whitefoot up front. And unfortunately, they weren't really able to bed themselves in much before, well, Cardiff firstly carved out a great chance and then scored. The chance, though, was partly of our creation, too. A brilliant ball out from midfield, to be fair. Split is wide open. Kehoe is running forwards. Bolland comes charging out on this occasion. It wasn't wise. And so she decides to try a 40-yard shot over the keeper and puts it just wide. But in the 80th minute, the goal does come. Although I felt there was an element of controversy about it. Corner from the right-hand side is leads to a scramble in the penalty area. Allen tries to bring it through a crowded area. 
seems to succeed and then I thought it was fouled. Cardiff player jumping in from behind seemed to take her before taking the ball. Ref allowed it. The ball came out of the box. Cara Jones made a tackle. The Cardiff player won the ball but I thought followed through on Jones who was limping away afterwards. Nothing's given. Cross comes in. It's overhit. But brilliantly, the substitute Cook retrieved it and it looked destined to go out, span and swept across in from the left of the near post. Richardson makes a run, doesn't get picked up and it's a neat close-range finish. No chance for Bolland and it's 3-0. Immediately, Erin Lovett came on for Katie Shark who had absolutely run her legs off and looked exhausted. And frankly, that was the point where, thankfully, Cardiff didn't score anymore because that would have been very cruel because... Yeah, it did just for the first time in the game look like it could cave in. Bowen from a tight angle on the right side of the box smashed a powerful shot just over. Probably should have crossed, but it was a good effort. Then Allen and Davis both made excellent last-ditch tackles in the same move to stop the chance from occurring before debutant Walkley came on, got the ball on the right channel, spanned brilliantly, but then hit a shot too close to Bolland. So 3-0 in the end. Like I said, fair enough. But there were still some good signs in this. Looking through the performances, well, Bolland had some shaky moments. Let's not pretend she didn't. But also made some very good decisions and made some good stops. And so I think being thrown in to a situation like that, playing at Cardiff City Stadium, I think we should salute her. I think she showed a lot of guts and just confirmed that she's got promise. Across the back, <clears throat> right side of the centre-back, Phoebe Davis is my player of the match. I thought she was excellent. I mean, the, the strong tackling, of course, is a given. Uh, she used the ball well, especially in the second half when she tried to venture forwards a bit more. But she made a number of important interceptions and, and tackles. And I thought she did very well. Alan, a, a proper captain's innings, standing up and coming back for more, even though she got a customary battering from the opponents. And the time she goes to ground because she's getting clobbered, but she gets back up again. Um, she... Did make a couple of mistakes with the passing out from the back, though. I think, to be fair, Cardiff just a bit better and a bit cuter than our usual opposition. And so Alan sometimes will do that. Sometimes it's a risk, but she's able to get away with it because she's very good. But Cardiff are more able to put pressure on her and maybe more importantly, maybe a bit more set up to set traps through the middle of the pitch for her to run into. The left side of the centre-back, Katie Sharp, all full of endeavour. A couple of little errors where she missed interceptions. Um, they were looking to get in behind her with the wing-backs pushed up and managed to do that a couple of times, but a real wholehearted performance as you always get from it. Rebecca Pritchard is a right wing-back and didn't have a very happy game. To be honest, she went in very hard on, on a Cardiff player early in the match. Could have got booked, then went in really hard again a couple of minutes later and inevitably was booked. And I think that affected her a little bit. She knew that if she went in like that one more time, she was going to be off. Um, and of course, the other issue was we weren't really getting the ball out into midfield and feeding her as well as we ought to. There was a spell in the first half where I thought we were, where Phoebe Davis was getting up the line and allowing Pritchard to have a higher starting position. We started working those little triangles we do, uh, but it didn't last long enough. Um, and so Pritchard was subbed, in fact, quite early-ish, uh, after an hour. On the left-hand side, Amber Lightfoot had some good promising moments running at players. Uh, but again, her attacking play was not able to showcase itself because we weren't getting the ball forwards enough. Dickens strove 
in the in front of the back three to, to protect us. But again, Cardiff were putting good pressure on in central areas, and it was hard for her to really dictate. Lily Jones, loads of energy, trying to take the game to Cardiff. Ha let off those shots again. You can always rely on her to, to try and make a fist out of any difficult situation. And the third midfielder, Mary Gibbard, again, forced to drop a bit deeper than she'd normally like to by the, the course of play. Made some nice passes, actually. Some good, good sort of medium-range passing. Um, but couldn't really do anything to hurt Cardiff. Up front, Ava Suckley, <clears throat> as ever, battled away. Gave the defenders a hard time. Forced a couple of mistakes. A couple of times, I think, maybe took the wrong option when she, she might have passed. But... I like a player who plays up front and likes to shoot, so fair play. And then alongside her, Cara Jones as ever, full of endeavour. She ended up at right wing back as well when we made our last batch of substitutions but just couldn't get change out the Cardiff defenders. Rosie Hughes looked promising off the bench but <coughs> didn't really get enough service. So shame, but having said that, Barrytown United uh, did us a favour beating Aberystwyth. And that's a good good result for us, very good result for us. Now, quest for a top four place essentially means if you can win two games this week, we are guaranteed a place in the top four with three games left. That's a lovely position to be in. Anyway, let's not look forwards like that. Let's just look forward to TNS on Wednesday, a huge game for us and a chance for us to get back to our normal ways. This is a very tough assignment and we showed a lot of heart. And I think we showed signs that we're closer to Cardiff than we have ever been. But we're not there yet. With the final score of Cardiff City 3, Wrexham 0, I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC.